Season 3, Episode 31, with our midweek bonus feed with uh, extra special stupidity. Yes, sir. And, uh, and don't forget, if you uh, tuned in for the first time, this is just part one. We got part two coming up in the weekend with our weekend feed, where my insane Florida nephew, Pancho Guerrero, will join me as always. Of course, midweek through the week, you know, halfway through the week, you know, it's it's kind of hard to get back into the swing of things. You know, you've had, I had an extended Thanksgiving break because obviously I got Thanksgiving Day off, but then I took a vacation day on Black Friday. And me and the missus decided to enjoy some extended time together, minus kids and grandma, to take in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. And we didn't go to the typical places people go in Lancaster County. We went to the offbeat places. Like, for instance, a restaurant that is 45 feet underground called the Catacombs. Definitely would recommend it for the experience. The food is okay, but I'm going to say 25% of the cost of the meal probably went to the ambiance. Okay, definitely. Uh, you, you, the, the food was a bit, it was good, overpriced, but good. And then I learned far more about President, um, not Fillmore, I can't remember the guy's name now. Okay. Buchanan, that's right, President Buchanan, who has his presidential home in uh, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Um, so I got to learn a lot about President Buchanan, and I got a great picture of his privy. Very, very high-class privy for back in the 1700s or 1800s. I guess he was right before Lincoln, okay? So, uh, yeah, it was actually educational. I mean... Um, to learn about President Buchanan, one-term president. But hey, you know, everybody gets their claim to fame. So, and um, fortunately, it was a weekend free of stupidity, which uh, was a lovely change of pace. But now the holiday season is here, and we have stupidity in high gear. You big dummy, you big dummy, you big dummy. Hello and welcome to my stupid world. I'm Eric Lane and I'm very much insane. Well, that's what they say anyway. In any case, it's a bonus uh, feed, bonus episode of uh, my stupid world, of course, that uh, comes out in the middle of the week to kind of get you prepared for the weekend, okay? And uh, if you're uh, actually listening for the very first time, this is one of two feeds that I uh, put out every week, uh, the midweek bonus feature uh, that will, you know, we'll have the Genius Awards coming up later on. We'll have your Insane Week in Review. But um, every weekend, we have the regular feed with uh, Pancho Guerro, my insane Florida nephew, with stupid stories from Florida and, below, and, and, and beyond, or something like that. Yeah, okay. Um, and, and as always, uh, we've got um, Five Star Stupidity no matter which feed you listen to. So I hope you give it a five-star uh, rating, if you don't mind, okay? And maybe write a stupid stupid review if you want to, all right? And if you are really like the podcast, consider joining Insane Eric Lane's Stupid World Telegram channel. 
Uh, it's on the Telegram app, which you can get for free. Uh, it's available uh, for any platform um, and uh, for any device, desktop or mobile. So uh, you can uh, check it out at t.me slash insane Eric Lane. That's t.me slash insane, E-R-I-K-L-A-N-E. It's also on, um, you can get a link, I think, to it also off of um, my, my the, the, the podcast website, which is a podcast dot insane e-r-i-k-l-a-n-e dot com so um, yeah you can even do that too i didn't even thought about that you know just go right to the podcast website and uh, get the link for our telegram channel too uh well at any rate um it is part of the bonus for the bonus feed these are just some bonus stupidity along with the uh, insane week in review that i usually do and of course the genius awards some of the extra stuff okay um, but the question here is we come off of our Thanksgiving holiday that we just had. A lot of folks spent a lot of that time watching their favorite football uh, game. You know, they had rivalry week, you know, uh, all the big rivalries played, you know, all this kind of thing. But have, have you ever, you know, when you're watching your, your favorite sports team lose, you know, it's been, and, and there's been cases where that's happened this past week. A lot of folks were just going, don't. You know, and you're thinking to yourself, you know, they only lost because Jerry in Tulsa got stuck at a work function and wasn't wearing his stanky lucky jersey. You ever thought something like that? Okay, well, there's a new poll that's out. It says two thirds of sports fans admit that they can be superstitious on an important game day. And well, here are just a few of the top superstitions. These are real, stupid but real. I'm not a superstitious person, okay? They just don't play good. That's the reason they lose. My my alma mater, Arkansas State, I still love them. I support them. They suck this year. Suck! Okay? But I'm still an Arkansas State Red Wolves fan. I will die an Arkansas State Red Wolves fan. You're never going to get me to like anything having to do with hogs, unless, of course, it's barbecued. But I'm not superstitious. But here's just some of the top superstitions, Okay? 50% wear a specific jersey every time their team plays. And 38% will not wash it. <laughs> I think that's a you problem. 44% listen to the same music ahead of a game. I'm thinking to myself, okay, I, I'm not as crazy as some of these people. 42% sit in a specific spot on the couch or in the stands. Never thought about that either. Of course, that could be the reason why Arkansas State's sucking so bad this year. I don't know. Um, another 42% carry a good luck charm during the game. Okay, yeah, all right. 40% want to have a specific friend or family member present for the game. And 39% eat specific foods and snacks while watching the game. I don't do any of those things. Okay, maybe I'm just not a devout enough Arkansas State Red Wolves fan, I guess. I, I don't know. I, I'm sure there's somebody out there saying they'd have a winning season if you did. Most likely. I don't know. Well, somebody, though, is not having, I won't say a losing season, but they're definitely having to change a familiar um, byline. Um, a few months ago, Dollar Tree announced that they were testing higher prices in 
some locations around the country. Well, the test results are in, and everybody loved it. Or at least the company did. Dollar Tree is officially, or I should say unofficially, becoming dollar and a quarter tree. <laughs> they just announced that they are raising prices 25% by early 2022. Pretty much everything will cost a buck and a quarter. But they insist this isn't a reaction to short-term or transitory market conditions, aka inflation. No, instead, they say it's to offset wage increases and to allow them to carry customer favorites, which now cost more. <laughs> okay. Uh, this isn't shocking, though. I mean, really. Dollar Tree was probably one of the last remaining true dollar stores. They sold products at a dollar for 35 years. In fact, they were called, at one point, only one dollar, before the name changed to Dollar Tree in uh, 1993. Now, there's no plans to change the name, although they have begun promoting a new section in many locations called dollar store plus which has uh, stuff priced at like the three to five dollar range okay well i guess soon they'll have to probably change their name to something a little more descriptive you know like house of garbage i don't know <sighs> well this is pretty pathetic police in australia said a man was cited for driving without a license and officers confiscated his unusual vehicle, which was a motorized cooler. That's right, a cooler. The Swan Hill Police Service said officers stopped a 25-year-old man who was spotted driving a motorized cooler on a sidewalk in Kerrang, Victoria. Now, there's a photo that was posted to Facebook by the police. shows a blue cooler on a metal platform with four wheels, an engine, and handlebars arranged to indicate the cooler serves as a small vehicle seat. Police also shared a photo of the motorized cooler loaded onto the back of a large tow truck. Officers said the cooler was impounded for 30 days and the man was cited for driving without a license. Yeah, there you go. Usually, to see someone dri driving a motorized cooler, you'd probably have to go to Florida. After he got pulled over, the driver, I guess, tried to play it cool. Okay, sorry. It's the best I could do. Anyway, did you enjoy your Thanksgiving dinner, though? I enjoyed a lovely Thanksgiving dinner myself and our family. And, you know, we all have our holiday traditions. And generally, we come to believe that our way is the way. Okay? The way. And my holiday tradition hasn't really happened for the last several Thanksgivings because of COVID is to go and have a big reunion with my family. Now, this reunion has been going on since 1960. They used to do it every single year until 2012, when, after about three generations, they're saying, look, we'd like to have at least some time to go see the other family for Thanksgiving, you know, like the in-laws. So we decided, because the attendance was dropping, we decided we would just uh, go to every other year. We would, you know, meet on every even year, and on the odd years, you could go visit your odd family. <laughs> okay, so, any case, we get together for Thanksgiving Day for our thing, and our we usually have our big Thanksgiving dinner at noon. Okay, that's when everyone usually gets there. 
So, I, I mean, for me, Thanksgiving dinner is always at noon. It's been that way all my entire life. But nobody eats Thanksgiving dinner at the same time, you know? And actually, the topic came up here recently on an episode of Live with Kelly and Ryan. Quickly, it turned into a rather um, lively debate, you might say. Okay, Ryan Seacrest said that his family eats at 2.30 p.m., and they had a guest on the show, Kevin Hart, literally freaked out. Okay, actually, here's Kevin losing it after finding out how early Ryan's family eats. What time do you have your meal? We're black, so we go late. We're not, <laughs> Thank we're not you. early. Dinner should be late. What Dinner's- time do you eat? 2.30. 2. 2.30. <laughs> you eat at 2.30? Yeah, the average American eats at 4. Are you kidding me? No, it's I can come to mine and yours. Dinner's at like 8. We well, eat at 8 p.m. You got it all wrong. Thank no, you. 8 p.m. <laughs> and before that, like, Cocktails it's about... Cocktails at 6. Yeah, you drink. I didn't mean to upset you. I'm just I telling really you what time mad. I eat. <laughs> I really got upset just now, too. I wanted to I mean, the you. guy's got to launch across <laughs> the set. I would, I would literally He's about you. to come across the crypto arena here. And... Oh, my God. I would be so upset. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he he's, he's like freaking out over this sort of thing. Thanksgiving dinner, I guess uh, it should happen at dinner time. That's, you know, okay, well, when, wait a minute. When is dinner time? I don't know. I don't know. You have a family tradition? I mean, have you ever had to adopt to someone else's? Yeah, it was difficult. And yeah, very difficult. It's just, to me, it has not been Thanksgiving for three years because we've not had our reunion. It's just not Thanksgiving. You can tell me it's Thanksgiving. You can show me on the calendar that it's Thanksgiving. Sorry, but my brain says does not compute. This is not Thanksgiving. You know, for the, what, let me think here, 45 years of my life, Thanksgiving has been at noon in Southwest Arkansas with about 75 or more of my family. So, sorry. If that's not Thanksgiving for you, then toughies. But I know this, Thanksgiving might be the best example of how men still have it pretty easy, actually easier than women, even in 2021. A new poll is out, found that guys were still way more likely to have not lifted a finger on Thanksgiving. 25% of men didn't expect to cook at all, compared to just 11% of the women who said the same. And women are twice as likely to say that they'll do most, if not all, of the cooking. 48% compared to 24% of men. And a lot of men won't even help with the dishes after it's all done. Close to one in five did not expect to do a single dish. Again, women were much more likely to say that they get stuck doing all the dishes. So maybe we need a new holiday to have them help out a little more. You think that would be a good idea? A new study shows that men are twice as likely to do none of the Thanksgiving cooking and cleaning. It's time to change that with a new holiday, Men's Giving. It's just like Thanksgiving, but men do all the cooking and cleaning. What was that bell for? Ooh, that's the turkey. It's all done. Actually, turkeys take three to four hours to Mm. cook. Wait, you're eating it? Is this supposed to feel slimy in my mouth? Oh no. I do not feel so good. Yeah, that's salmonella. Uh, uh, forget it. I'll do it. Happy Men's Giving, everyone. Yeah, well, I, I I, will admit I did my share of helping on Thanksgiving Day. I usually try to do that, you know? I mean, even when we have our 
reunion. I try to go down and help set up the, 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 the fire hall or wherever it is we're going to be having our, our thing, you know. But still, guys, come on. You know, you can help out a little bit. Oh, I'm going to watch a football game. I'll, I'll be over here watching a football game. Yeah, that's what the guys are doing, you know. Well, anyway, you know what they're doing in New York City? New York City Council, they're planning to approve legislation that would allow non-citizens who are green card holders or have the right to work in the U.S. to vote in any city election. There you go. Now, it would affect some 800,000 city residents who would also be able to register as members of political parties. It's expected to be approved uh, in a vote by a veto-proof margin. Even though outgoing Mayor Bill de Blasio says he's opposed to the measure, he says he will not veto it. And incoming mayor-elect Eric Adams, who like de Blasio, is a Democrat, says he supports allowing green card holders to vote in local elections. Supporters of the measure say non-citizens in the city legally pay taxes, they send their kids to public schools and rely on city services, and they should have some say in who becomes mayor or represents them on the city council. Now, opponents say would also weaken citizens' voting rights and discourage immigrants from trying to become citizens. Now, de Blasio says he believes only the state legislature can grant non-citizens the right to vote, but the council's staff determined no federal or state law bars New York City from expanding the right to vote in local elections, but also concluded the measure might be vulnerable to a legal challenge. Well, as far as I'm concerned, when the city continues to go to pot, we now know why. I, I don't get it. Why do they even think like this? Why even vote? Do you go to any other country and decide, hey, I think I'm going to go to, uh, I don't know, Paris? And I'll, I'm not going to be a citizen of Paris, France, but I'm going to vote in the Paris, France local election. Why not? I mean, I, I don't know what goes through the heads of these people, honestly. I mean, I guess when they start finding that they aren't getting what they want, even though they voted for it, well, they've had too many other non-citizens voting against it. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I think if they, they've just completely lost all ability to rationalize normally. The, 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 the rationality of Americans, literally, they've just, well, to put it simply, they've just gone stupid. It's just that stupid. It really is. Call it what it is. That's why it's on this stupid podcast, because that's a stupid idea, New York City. You people are stupid for doing that. Okay, so sue me. Good grief. <laughs> and then there's a pair of Arizona men who are facing challenges for allegedly climbing up and into a set of protected pre-Columbian cliff dwellings considered sacred by many Native American tribes and shooting a video of their illegal escapades that they later posted on Facebook. Yep, there's some stupid people right there. According to a criminal complaint filed in Arizona federal court, accusing Levi Lee Watson and Shane McKenna Brunt with trespassing 
unlawfully entering an archaeological and cultural resource and unlawfully disturbing a cultural resource, all three of which are misdemeanors. Watson and Brunt then were outed by an anonymous tipster who emailed three Facebook videos to the National Park Service they said they had been uploaded by Watson. Took a little trip to Montezuma Castle and snuck inside some caves. LOL. Such an amazing experience, according to what the captions read in the complaint. The video shows Watson and Brunt, among other things, allegedly disturbing cultural artifacts used in ancient coming-of-age ceremonies and climbing a cliff to face, or, uh, the, cl the cliff face, that is, to reach the dwellings in caves, which is off-limits to the public. Brunt was identified by investigators by his ear gauges, according to the complaint. Watson was ID'd by a cross tattoo under his right eye. Now, that's just something you don't always hear about, you know? People doing stupid things to make a video for social media. <laughs> People with face tattoos are just usually trouble anyway, you know? Just saying. Any case, well, I, I, I realize that, you know, we've just gotten past Thanksgiving, okay? And, but even though that there was time before Thanksgiving, that did not stop many people from decorating for Christmas. We've got folks that were putting up Christmas decorations before Thanksgiving, I think is a sacrilege. But now we've got Carly Lockie, who lives in the UK, and each Christmas she spends four weeks wrapping every single wall in her home with festive wrapping paper. Now, my wife loves Christmas. She's got three times more Christmas decorations than she does any other decorations in the entire storage that we have, okay? She likes anything having to do with Christmas. There was a store in northern Pennsylvania one time, America's first Christmas store. It was like a city block long. It was a huge place up in Smithport, Pennsylvania. Finally went out of business, but she was up there every single year. Didn't matter what year, month of the of the year it was, she would go up in the middle of July and go Christmas shopping. But even my wife would not spend four weeks wrapping every single wall in the home with festive wrapping paper. I know that if she did, I wouldn't be living in the home. I'll tell you that. Now she started this tradition. This woman, um, Carly. Uh, two years ago, she got tired of her beige walls. So boring. Her husband and her three kids help her hang the paper in nearly every room. Okay, so they're stupid too, okay? You're going along with it. They got the, even the doors, even the kitchen cabinets. We're talking everything. She says it takes 20 rolls of paper to cover her entire home, which means the transportation only costs about 13 bucks. She removes the decorations after the new year, but she says she makes Christmas cards out of the unused paper. Can you imagine that? Everything from the kitchen cabinets to the walls of your house are covered in wrapping paper. <laughs> God, I, 
You walk into the woman's house, I would turn around and walk right back out. I'm like, no, 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 this is just too much. Okay, and on, and on every television, she's got the freaking Hallmark Channel countdown to Christmas. That That's enough. That Just put me in a padded room, folks. That's all it would take. Good grief. Well, anyway, I, you think that's compulsive. Well, here's compulsive, okay, of a different kind. A 49-year-old woman in Australia, her name is Rachel Perry. Well, she pled not guilty to stealing real money from an animal hospital so she could play slot machines online, which did not even pay out actual cash. Have you ever heard of these games before? You might know them. You, you pay actual cash for credits or money in the game, but, well, usually due to legal reasons, the winnings are just more credits or digital rewards, not actual money that you can cash out, see? And Rachel, well, she was an account manager, you see, at the vet hospital, and it wasn't a few hundred bucks here, okay? She, she made 475 fraudulent transactions over about three years to embezzle more than $671,000. Now, she does have a serious gambling problem, that's for sure, okay? Because she wasn't even having fun. She, she'd feed a bunch of money into the game and then would just have the slots auto-run while she slept. She wasn't even winning actual money. And she wasn't even actually playing. <laughs> That's when you know you're pretty much in deep, okay? So she was charged with 25 counts of computer-related fraud and now looking at prison time. Hasn't been sentenced yet, but I hope it was certainly worth it, okay? I really hope it was certainly worth it. Talk about, that, that, that's what I call not only a compulsive gambler, but a stupid compulsive gambler. Wow. Well, did you hear about the people that tried to buy a copy of the U.S. Constitution? Yes, the Constitution. But they weren't using actual cash either. No, they were using cryptocurrency. You've heard of cryptocurrency, like Bitcoin and Dogecoin and all that kind of stuff? It actually happened, people. Our U.S. Constitution was almost bought with cryptocurrency. Their $43 million bid lost to a hedge fund guy, but they were close, okay? I, I thought I might explain here in plain English, basic English, how they did this, because cryptocurrency, well, makes a lot of our eyes roll to the back of our heads, you know, like, yeah, yeah, okay, well, the, the, what happened? The, the group that tried to buy the United States Constitution formed a DAO. That's like a D-A-O, DAO. Okay, what is a DAO? Well, it's a new way to create a business, a club, or an organization, or even a government, and they might just be the future. See, DAO, D-A-O, stands for Decentralized Autonomous Organization. I know that's confusing. But basically, what it means is that there are no leaders, no CEOs, no presidents. Everyone in the DAO can vote on what it does. Let's go back and think about New York City for a minute. If you start letting illegals vote in all the stuff, you may turn New York City into a DAO. I don't know, but I digress, okay? 
here it is. You have a DAO, and everybody in the DAO can vote on what it does. You earn votes by buying a DAO's cryptocurrency token. Then you can vote on decisions, like where to invest profits, or uh, how much to bid on the United States Constitution. And then the software running the decentralized autonomous organization automatically does what the vote says. So that could lead to businesses with no CEO where members of the DAO vote on product features or banks where members vote on investments. Or it could lead to governments that are democracies with no elected leaders. Check this out. A group behind another DAO is trying to buy an NBA team. Yeah. And you may think, oh, that'll never happen. That'll never happen in this country. That's just too stupid. Let me just go back to the year 1961 when people said, they'll never take prayer out of public schools. And then there was Madeline Murray O'Hare and her son on the steps of the Supreme Court where they had just taken prayer out of the public schools. Yeah. Never say never, people. Everybody has a little stupidity in their world, and frankly, I would love to hear about it. Now, if you got a great story from your stupid world, or if you want to respond to one of my stupid stories, let me hear from you. Contact me at shoutout at insaneericlane.com. Or if you have a question, maybe a comment about something that I've said or that you've heard. Or if you want to tell of some of your own firsthand experiences of stupidity that you've encountered, I'd love to hear from you, too. You can record a message for me at podcast.insaneericlane.com. I might even actually use your feedback on an upcoming episode. Of course, if you haven't done so already, and frankly, I fail to see why you haven't, you should follow me on social media on Facebook, or on Twitter, just by searching out the handle at Insane, E-R-I-K-L-A-N-E. And now, from the news desk of Insane Eric Lane, it's The Week in Review. President Biden tried to put a positive spin on soaring inflation, saying that disposable income has increased due to government aid, but not mentioning that wages are actually losing purchasing power due to spiking prices. Well, I guess anything is disposable to the guys who's willing to spend $1.6 trillion. I'm not quite sure the president knows what disposable means. Somebody probably should explain that it's a word used to describe the multiple depends he goes through on a daily basis. According to a recent survey, three in five shoppers say they skipped Black Friday and opted for Small Business Saturday. And the rest of us stayed home all weekend and unwinded on I'm so broke I can't go shopping Sunday. Seven in 10 Americans say they'd rather avoid a nearby chain store and trek an average of eight miles to support their favorite independent small business during the holidays. And uh, 
After all the Thanksgiving eating, let's just hope they walked those eight miles. A new study ranked Nevada as one of the riskiest places to travel for Thanksgiving, mostly because of what you might catch from the Bunny Ranch. And Jeff Bezos' Blue Origin announced the crew of its next launch on the Penis Rocket, which will carry Good Morning America co-host and former New York giant Michael Strahan, as well as five others, past the atmosphere. This is just cool, but most Giants fans wish the current roster would be sent to outer space permanently. I hope that they don't run into a black hole up there, you know. Although, nothing could be bigger than the gap between Strahan's teeth. Dutch caretaker Prime Minister Mark Rutte condemned rioters in Rotterdam and other towns and cities across the Netherlands as idiots and said police and prosecutors would bring them to justice. Bring rioters to justice? I don't know, this, that, that is truly a foreign concept here in America. I don't understand what the big deal is. I mean, are, aren't those rioters mostly peaceful like ours? And a video has gone viral of a cat in the UK emerging from the tunnel of a model train station. The cat's owner says playing with the train sets is one of the cat's lifelong hobbies. In fact, by now he's uh, jumped on more models than Pete Davidson. NBC News suggested that families combat inflation by not buying a turkey this past Thanksgiving. They also recommended that you save on your gas bill by warming your home with a burning American flag. LeBron James has been suspended for one game after he elbowed an opposing player right smack in the face. In response, LeBron says he's outraged by the decision, unless China doesn't want him to be. President Biden is being criticized for banning flights from South Africa after calling Donald Trump a racist for doing the exact same thing during the campaign. But despite all the criticism he's taking on things, Biden insists he's going to run for president again in 2020. Dr. Anthony Fauci is warning that this new Omicron variant of COVID may already be in the U.S. I can't even keep up with all the COVID spinoffs anymore. It's kind of like the fast and furious of viruses. I'm waiting for the box set to come out. I mean, they, they really lost me after the COVID, COVID Tokyo drift. I mean, the best part, it was the doctor on TV in New York warning how people who get Omicron are losing their sense of smell. Really, that's the best thing that could probably happen to a New Yorker. The South African doctor who sounded the alarm on the Omicron variant says that the symptoms are usually but mild, or as they say on the news, nothing. Nobody is turning in for unusual but mild, but get ready for it. We're all going to die! No, these, they, say, they say people will be out of breath and tired. How do we know that this just isn't a Thanksgiving food hangover? Turns out Omicron means turkey in South African. Actually, if you take the letters of Omicron and rearrange it, they spell moronic. A new poll found, in the, uh, found that the Vice President Kamala Harris leads all potential Democratic contenders if Joe Biden doesn't run for re-election in 2024. Now, understand 
that this poll was taken over Thanksgiving break, and, well, people were drinking heavily. I mean, think about it. Kamala's approval rating is at 28%. She's polling behind Al-Qaeda. But the Dems, they want her to be the nominee? Uh, the, the poll is called a Hill-Harris poll. <laughs> yeah, but Biden is over the hill, so let's go with Harris. And a stowaway who hid in the wheels of an American Airlines flight survived a three-hour flight from Guatemala to Miami. The man was in a daze, but still able to sit and talk uh, to first responders. In fact, here is aviation expert John Day uh, talking about the risk of surviving inside a plane's landing gear. So you've got these four huge wheels in this massive landing gear right here. And when this landing gear retracts, probably less than a foot of space wide to really fit into. It's, it's an incredibly narrow space where somebody's just going to be almost in the fetal position for five and a half hours. He'd have to kind of be slumped over to survive. And if the plane hit any kind of turbulence, I mean, it'd be like riding a roller coaster without a seatbelt. I guess he was going to fly coach, but he wanted something with more dignity. Of course, the FAA is outraged because, well, he didn't have a mask on. A Russian cannibal was arrested after a headless body fell out of his car during a car accident. Well, he's out on bail, but it cost him an arm and a leg. Apparently, this guy had bad dandruff. They found his head and shoulders on the back seat. He was home for Thanksgiving, and he had a ball. He froze the other one. A video of a TikTok user who threw a massive Friendsgiving celebration that no one showed up for has gone viral. Of course, the funny part is how many people clicked like. This uh, chick must be really annoying. I mean, her boyfriend claims that she'd been planning it with her friends for like two weeks, and then they all stopped responding to her messages, which is kind of a nice way of saying she was a monster during the planning. Eh, well, this sort of video happened a year ago at a wedding feast. Uh, a girl got stood up by her fiancé, so she gave the food to a homeless shelter. Either way, the food was getting eaten by someone with cold feet. First Lady Jill Biden spent uh, the Saturday after Thanksgiving shopping in Nantucket with her grandkids. Uh, she just loves shopping with the grandkids because they use the same diapers as Joe. <laughs> Meanwhile, Joe was spotted maskless inside a Nantucket store despite his African travel ban. In his defense, Joe's been vaccinated twice. See, they only have him wearing a mask so he doesn't sniff anybody's hair. Alabama beat Auburn in quadruple overtime to pull off one of the wildest comebacks in the history of the Iron Bowl. So if you happen to be uh, calling friends on either campus, speak softly because odds are they're pretty hungover. Yeah, Alabama really is uh, the most famous college team ever, frankly. I mean, it's them and the New York Jets. Several left-leaning student organizations at Arizona State University are demanding that their administration withdraw Kyle Rittenhouse from the university. Now, they don't want him partaking in the prestigious Arizona State traditions, you know, such as beer funneling and chest flashing. Groups such as the Arizona State University for Students of Socialism are calling on the ASU administration to take action against Rittenhouse by withdrawing him from the university and releasing a statement against him. By the way, he's not even attending in person. He's attending online. The Arizona State University student for socialism is doing this? Jeez. There are really a ton of Californians moving there. 
And the tech company has created a way to transform your Tesla Cybertruck into a mobile home. Because by the time you're done paying for your Tesla, you'll have nowhere else to live. A new study suggests that putting district or distinct calorie labels on bottles of alcohol could help curb abuse or booze consumption and lower the obesity rates. Now, sure, calories might initially stop people from drinking, but then well, they'll listen to the news for five minutes and start chugging directly from the bottle. A British government policy paper reports that 3.4 million adults consume an extra day's worth of calories a week from alcohol each year, equivalent to an additional two months of food annually. Countries like the USA and the UK are so fat that even when we drink, we're eating. Scientists have also created a new test to determine whether your cat is a psychopath. For instance, if your cat is affectionate and sweet, well, it could be psychotic. And if it's cold, uncaring, and mean to everybody, then it's just a normal cat. A former New York state health official is now saying that disgraced former Governor Andrew Cuomo's approach to the pandemic was largely fueled by politics and preserving his own ego rather than actual science. And of course, knowing the types of activities Cuomo was involved in, it sounds like he was less concerned with COVID-19 and a little more concerned with the COVID-69. COVID prioritized his, uh, or I should say Cuomo prioritized his Emmy-winning televised press conference above all else, which diverted people's attention to serve the press conference instead of servicing the running of the state. A former Department of Health staffer had said Cuomo obviously wanted to be a part of that Hollywood crowd, which would probably explain all the sexual assaults. A married couple was arrested on a plane in the Netherlands as they tried to flee the country after escaping from a quarantine hotel. A mandatory quarantine hotel, you know, sounds awful, but it's still probably better than voluntarily staying at a Motel 6. A 30-year-old Spanish man and his 28-year-old Portuguese wife were collared in an airplane that was about to depart for Spain. One of them had tested positive for COVID, so they needed to stay in the Netherlands and take some medicine. Well, which in that country means weed and magic mushrooms. With an expanded definition to reflect the times, Merriam-Webster now has declared an omnipresent truth as its 2021 word of the year, vaccine. Yeah, an expanded definition. Yeah, I know, I know. It's all now synonymous with complete authoritarian control. And actor Jesse Smollett is now going to trial for faking that hate crime against himself three years ago. Of course, on the bright side, it'll be nice to see have him back on TV again. And finally, Philadelphia has broken its three-day homicide record. So it's not just the Eagles getting killed in Philadelphia. This genius. I'm simply a human. It's like a caveman thing or something. And now this week's genius award. And this week's genius awards are going to this. While seated in the rear of a Florida Highway Patrol cruiser, Summer Watkins had a brilliant idea. Baby, we should record an OnlyFans video back here. 
the 24-year-old yelled to her male companion, who would soon join her in the squad car. Watkins and 24-year-old Jordan Noah were seated in the police vehicle after Noah's BMW was pulled over in Naples since he was driving on a suspended license. Cops planned to transport the duo to a nearby Shell station where they could make arrangements to get home. When Noah joined her in the patrol car, Watkins asked the cop, what if I sucked his um, dinghy back here? The officer replied, no, she could not do that. Watkins, however, persisted. Can I suck his dinghy back there? The officer responded, no. When the cop closed the vehicle's rear door and walked away for a few minutes, Watkins and Noah, neither of whom were handcuffed, engaged in sexual activity that was recorded by the prisoner compartment camera. The sexual encounter was discovered an hour later when a patrolman reviewed the video footage of the couple in the police vehicle. Watkins was then charged with lewd and lascivious behavior and breach of peace, and Noah was charged with lewd and lascivious behavior, breach of peace, and exposure of sexual organs. I mean, I know this isn't something you see every day. You know, she went from going downtown to simply going down. Hmm. The cops really should have handcuffed them, frankly. And judging the way these two acted, I'm pretty much guessing they probably had their own handcuffs. And then there's this. A dump truck crashed into the home in Egg Harbor City, New Jersey, and police responded to the report of a motor vehicle crash on the Whitehorse Pike in the area of Brenman and Antwerp Avenues around 7.30 in the morning. Investigators say a man was driving west on the Whitehorse Pike when his Honda was struck from behind by a commercial dump truck. The impact forced his vehicle off the road. The dump truck, owned by Hamilton-based Jay Domenico and Son Excavating, continued west on the Whitehorse Pike across eastbound lanes of traffic. After jumping the curb, the dump truck continued through a field and collided with trees in a wooded area before finally impacting a house. The homeowner was the sole occupant of the house, and at the time of the incident, he was sitting on the first floor. The driver of the truck and 80-year-old occupant of the house were hospitalized with minor injuries, and that investigation is ongoing. So we have a dump truck crashing into your home, which is probably nothing really that new uh, that a New Jersey resident would expect to happen. In that state, you're just used to everything around you just being a regular old dump. Now, of course, the driver must have been very confused. It's definitely not what the homeowner meant whenever he offered a place to crash. Or how about this? The Tuscaloosa, Florida Police Department has arrested a man after he allegedly attacked a man and a woman on Thanksgiving morning. According to the TPD, 36-year-old Pasha Dargent was taken into custody after officers were called to an apartment complex in the 300 block of James I. Harrison Parkway just after 8 o'clock in the morning. Dargit is accused of punching a 46-year-old woman as well as biting and cutting a 22-year-old man with a kitchen knife. The victims were taken to the DCH Regional Medical Center for treatment. Dargent was charged with assault and misdemeanor domestic violence charge, and he is being held in the Tuscaloosa County Jail on an $8,500 bond. Gee, cutting and biting on Thanksgiving is usually okay, 
you know, when it's turkey. I can't believe he punched somebody 8 o'clock in the morning on Thanksgiving. I mean, those kind of fights don't usually occur until the first political argument in the early afternoon. And what about this? A bizarre instance of a toaster oven loaded with bullets is cited as a cause of gunshots heard at a South Carolina-assisted living community. Now, nobody was struck by the gunfire, thankfully. However, the ammunition ignited a fire, resulting in one person being hospitalized for smoke inhalation. It happened around 9 o'clock in the evening at Morningside of Greenwood, which is the assisted living facility. In addition to the fire alarm, officers were told, or the officer, the residents, had heard possible gunshots. Officers found a small fire inside one of the residents' rooms. The resident was found unconscious and taken to the hospital, according to police. At this time, it appears the fire was started because the resident placed several rounds of ammunition into a toaster oven, causing the ammunition to discharge and made employees believe the shooter was on the property. The fire was contained in the resident's room and was quickly extinguished, according to officials. No other injuries were reported and all residents were safely accounted for by the staff. Now, investigators did not identify who the resident was, nor did they say why they put the ammo in the toaster oven. Bullets in a toaster oven. <laughs> I miss the good old days, you know, when old people hid money in the freezer. I mean, it sounds like this uh, nursing home resident might be suffering from some type of senility. Of course, it's sad, but at least he can relate to the current president. And you got to check this one out. A webcam model who accidentally shot herself in the vagina while recording a video at her home miraculously survived. The model, 27-year-old Lauren Hunter Damon, was alone in her room when the firearm discharged. Police arrived at the scene to find a paramedic who was holding an, un holding an unloaded handgun and a spent 9mm bullet casing, telling them that the victim had accidentally shot herself in the vagina. Now, gun owner Jordan Allen told police that he rushed into the bedroom from the kitchen after hearing the gunshot. Allen said that Damon had a small amount of blood on her leg and, well, she was a apologizing when he came into the room before she went on to explain that she had shot herself by mistake. He told authorities that she had subscribers on a sexual webcam platform called Chatter and that she makes sexual videos of herself and people pay her to see them. Fellow housemate Addie Ruth Johnson confirmed that the model had indeed shot herself. Damon was taken from her home to the Upson County Sheriff's Office where a helicopter then airlifted her to a hospital for treatment. Authorities have classified the incident as reckless conduct, and it's uh, unlikely she will have any charges pressed against her. I'm not sure what kind of a gun she was using, but I'm going to say based on her activity, I'm going to say it was a Colt 69. <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely, truly something you just don't hear about every day. I mean, she took the phrase shooting a video to a whole new level. And you'll never believe this one. According to the Pasco County, Florida Sheriff's Office, an argument escalated into a machete and gunfight. Pasco deputies responded to a call after a shooting near State Road 52 in Little Road, 
and Little Road in Newport Ritchie, Florida. Now, they learned that an argument between 28-year-old Naquan Crawford and a man that he knew had turned violent. Now, according to the arrest report, the victim went into his bedroom during the argument and Crawford followed him. Crawford armed himself with a machete and stood in the victim's doorway. When the victim demanded that Crawford leave, Crawford started swinging the machete. Crawford hit the victim three times in the left hand, the left chest, the left side of the head. The victim drew his compact handgun, a Smith & Wesson bodyguard 380, and shot Crawford three times. The victim told deputies he owned the gun for protection and used it in self-defense. His statement was supported by evidence at the scene. Crawford said he confronted the victim in self-defense. Both men were taken to the local hospital with injuries that were not life-threatening. Yeah, Pasco deputies arrested Crawford on the charge of aggravated battery with a deadly weapon. A machete and a gunfight. Sounds pretty insane to a lot of us, I'm sure. But to the average Floridian, it's just another Tuesday night. I wonder if these guys are friends. Or maybe, should I say, were friends. <laughs> okay, one more. A Florida woman was arrested after police say she walked into a Citrus County home and undressed herself before she started hugging and sitting on multiple people, including several who were over 65 years old. Police say 35-year-old Heather Cruz walked into the Citrus County home through a side door, and once inside, Cruz removed all of her clothes, exposed her genitalia before she then grabbed and hugged the homeowner. When Cruz was told to stop, documents say she sat on the lap of two other residents while naked and said, you like it? To one of the victims. Police say two of the homeowner's occupants then attempted to remove Cruz and escort her to the front door. At that time, still nude, Cruz reportedly grabbed the testicles of another individual and made several sexual remarks. When police arrived, Cruz was ordered to put on a shirt. She was accused of resisting officers. She was then handcuffed and placed into the rear of a patrol car. Now, when officers attempted to close the door, they said Cruz kicked an officer in the chest. She now faces three counts of battery on persons 65 years or older, two counts of battery on law enforcement officer, and one count of resisting an officer with violence, burglary, and with battery, and exposure of sexual organs and battery. So, let me see. A young woman who's naked enters the home and sat on, on their laps. Yeah, they, they, they call the cops, yell for help, whereas most people would have just called their friends and yelled, Jackpot! Everyone enjoys spending time with their pets during the holidays. I don't know, but these two sweater puppies and the pussycat were definitely not welcome in this house. Okay, well, I know if you've probably done something really stupid, I'm sure that after listening to these fine examples, your attitude has sharply improved. So I know there's others that have felt the same way, so do them a favor and share the podcast with them and share the stupidity. It's addicting. So why don't you go ahead and subscribe? Hit that subscribe button and get your stupid fix and get new episodes delivered every time they're published. Not only will you get this one, but you'll get the one that comes every Saturday, the weekend feed with Pancho Guerrero, my insane Florida nephew, with all the stupid stories from Florida and beyond and the weekly round of the insane game show where you can actually play along at home. Of course, all these are five-star stupidity stories, so... 
they deserve a five-star rating, okay? And uh, while you're at it, make it a good, stupid review of the podcast, especially if you happen to listen on Apple Podcasts. Just, you know, embellish, lie, whatever it takes. I might even read one of your reviews on an upcoming episode. And don't forget, you can interact with me and the podcast, get some real-time updates, and join the Insane Eric Lane Stupid World Telegram channel. I post links to some of these stupid stories, including pictures and videos and more. Uh, And so when you join the Telegram channel, you can read those stories, leave comments, share them, um, and, and more, okay, if you would like to do that. Just head over to the link at t.me slash insane Eric Lane. That's t.me slash insane E-R-I-K-L-A-N-E. And you'll get a preview of the channel there, and you'll have a download button that you can easily install the Telegram app to your device, whether it's desktop or mobile, Windows, Linux, Android, or Apple. And, of course, you can follow me as well on social media. Just look up at insane E-R-I-K-L-A-N-E on Facebook and Twitter. Or connect with me on my website at insaneericlane.com. One final thought before we close it up for our midweek edition. Sometimes the best part of my job is that the chair swivels. I know you're probably amazed at the amount of stupidity that's in this world, but you know, somebody has to actually go out and find them and write about them. So there's no way this podcast could be as stupid as it is without the talented writers from some great places like Mr. Laughs Comedy and Large Media, Premier Prep, Wise Brother Media, Universal Comedy Network, and Pulsar Radio, United Stations Radio Network. Thanks for sticking it out through my stupid world. And if you're feeling a bit crazy, I hope you'll follow me on Facebook or Twitter at Insane Eric Lane. And visit InsaneEricLane.com. And if you're feeling a bit insane and want to make your own podcast, you can do it with Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast ever. The only platform where you can publish to major podcast outlets like Apple Podcasts and Google Play Music with a single tap of a button on your phone. Whether you're capturing your own voice, taking call-ins from listeners, conducting remote interviews with anyone, or broadcasting full-length songs from Apple Music or Spotify. Available today for iOS and Android, and it's 100% free, entirely mobile, and so easy to use that literally anyone can make a podcast, even me. Find out more at anchor.fm.